There's new leadership at the UA Extension Service. Plus, we're going to tell you how you can get free nematode testing right here in Arkansas. All that plus a lot more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast, which starts right now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Hello, it's Thursday. It is, and we're back in the studio again. Heck yeah, we are. Headphones and everything. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's taking a little bit of time to get everything back adjusted. Yeah. Uh, mostly because you and I are picky. Mainly me. <laughs> but we're back. Brian is with us again this week. I am. Which we are glad for. Very glad for. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, and it's the, the 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 last show before Halloween. I was trying to think about is it? Yeah. Halloween yeah. weekend, but it's not really. Uh, so, yeah. And, oh, probably the most important thing, there's what? rain on the way. That's what I heard, and I didn't believe it. <laughs> it's been a little dodgy. I, I it looked really rainy outside, and I looked, and it looks like everything's gonna like stay right west of us here in Little Rock, at least for this Thursday afternoon rain. But yeah, at least at the moment. But it's yeah. kind of gloomy outside, like it wants to rain. But. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that the radar looked like it's gonna get biased, but I I've been watching a little bit, and sounds like we may get a couple of inches here in Little Rock. Uh, northwest and north central Arkansas are going to get the biggest amount. But anyway, we we will take it. Yeah, we need every bit we can get. Um, I saw several farmers, uh, cattle farmers on, on Instagram today. Um, oddly enough, like dusty pastures and things like that, mm-hmm. um, saying how much they're hoping for this this round of rain. So anyway. Well, I'm, I, my yard would be very excited if we got some rain. Same, same here. Uh, Have you asked it? Uh, it screams at me every time I get home. <laughs> Help. And I just keep on walking. Well, I told you, I, I quit watering uh, at the beginning of um, uh, no, or October. And uh, when I did, uh, then it went back up into the summer again. So uh, yeah. I don't know. My, my, my grass is just dead. But anyway. Um, well, speaking of yards and neighborhoods, uh, it's Halloween. What are you guys dressing up as on Tuesday? I, I don't have any plans. I think Anthony is going to be, I think, at least at daycare, I believe he's going to be Chucky from the Rugrats. <laughs> okay, that's that's a pretty good one. Yeah, but we also uh, talked about him being the actual Chucky from uh, I thought movies. that's where you headed at first. Yeah. Well, we did. I that think that came scary. up last week for a second. Yeah. Because we talked about art imo- imitating life. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It ended up. You know, I, I saw a tweet. It was a picture in a toy store. And yeah. it was of a box, like the Chucky box. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was empty. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and the guy that posted said, this is wrong. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very wrong. <laughs> what if he just like, came back sometimes and then he was back in the box? Yes. Oh. And then you left and he... Yeah. Oh, thanks. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Are you are y'all taking the grandkids or do they sort of do that on their own? Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be lame this year. Oh, okay. I, unfortunately, the, my costume is going to be director of tech for... 
resolutions. <laughs> That's uh, fair. So uh, um, you'll be down there. I'll actually you? be out of town that night. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, that's okay. Uh, you know, show must go on. True. Um, or you could always just dress up at resolutions I, uh, in a I costume. Sure. Yeah. I so might. you know, so, I mean, there's yes. that. <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah. So. Uh, we have. You know, we're at that age where we, my daughter chooses her own costume. Yeah. And um, she chose uh, Little Red Riding Hood, so oh, classic. Right, cool. Very nice. Uh, and the dog is going to be the Big Bad Wolf. So it's bound <laughs> that's to great. Be pretty that's cute. Really See, I love that. That's you know, that's everybody's always wanting to dress up like a superhero or yeah, or something really gothic or something. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I, like that. I thought that was what pretty are you fun. gonna be? Uh, I've I've been told that I could possibly end up playing the part of either the woodsman. Mm-hmm. From Little Red Riding Hood, or the other star of the show, the grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> I vote grandmother. Come uh, on, come on. I, I'll look. I'll tell you guys this: if it is grandmother, uh, I will not send you a photo. Of that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll on, have man. some photo documentation so y'all can have. That is great. I'm, yeah. I'm really crossing my fingers for woodsman. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's still up for debate in my house. Um, but we we're talking about weather, or we're talking mm-hmm. about the rain. We're talking mm-hmm. about Halloween. Yeah. And have you guys seen the te- speaking of Halloween the temp- the temperatures for I Halloween? I have not. Like they're saying it might not get out of the forties Monday nice. and Tuesday. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we're about to have an about face Sunday night. Wow. Um, no, it's the weekend after that. The lows are like forties. Yeah. No, they're seriously. It's they're like yeah. Uh, we're sp- maybe a freeze. Tuesday night. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a deep freeze for some in Arkansas that will yeah. be. They, they called it a killing freeze, which, I mean, I guess is taking your plants. Yeah. yeah. So don't feel bad about that grass, you know. And if it doesn't come back, I feel pretty bad. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, we'll, we'll all be over there laying sod. With yeah. You. yeah um, you will. But anyway, yeah, it's going to, man, it's going to get chilly. Uh-oh. I'm ready that for makes it. me think of something. Cold weather. Chili soup? Uh, <laughs> nothing like a good chili soup, right? <laughs> and how'd you know uh, we were going to transition to food? Yeah, <laughs> he knew it, didn't he? That's what we did. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, it makes me We've wonder. already broken out the chili. Uh, Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. We already okay. did it this year. Okay. So, well, it, it, yeah, we started it was last cooler week, before. So. Yeah. It was. Yeah, so you did. Yeah. Um, it was great. We had it about and two it weeks had, ago, I think. And it had beans in it? it oh, absolutely. Yeah, it did, I yeah. thought it It would. was good. Yeah, we had beans in it. Okay, good. Um, I'm going to make some this weekend, I think. Uh, okay. It'll be too warm for it this weekend, but I'm going to yeah. use the extra time to get some practice and maybe have left, maybe save it for Monday. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, I always like to go to Chile. My, <clears throat> my wife is not as big of a fan of Chile. Um, so if y'all got some soup recommendations that are not Chile, she likes taco soup. Yeah, but not super or not chili or taco soup. I'm I'm all ears. So taco soup, do you put everything in it? Yeah, generally. Yeah, even corn. That's yeah, yeah. That's kind of. It's a vegetable soup, but you practically you just put everything in there. That's a fair point. Yeah. 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 Does she like vegetable soup? Uh, not really. It's similar to chili to some extent. It's just vegetables. Vegetables without the protein. Uh, but, uh, I think we talked about this before the show started. Uh, Mary Louise made like a chicken noodle soup, but instead of egg noodles, it was with orzo. 
Oh, yeah. that interesting. kind of looks like rice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it is really good. I'm still really? It, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Oh, yeah. I'd like to try that. Yeah, then. it's great. That's a, that's a I great do that. one. Rotisserie? Yeah. Can you get use a rotisserie yeah. chicken mm-hmm. from the grocery store sure, or something? Sure. Okay. I think she may have boiled her own chicken, but yeah, I, if yeah. I was going to cook it. You'd go get the rotisserie. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm lazy. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Hence the grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hence the struggle of my grasses. So I'm the, I'm the, I'm the cook generally in my house. And yeah. last year I realized that I had never made chicken dumplings. Oh. Uh, and so I tried my hand at that. And, you know, Heather makes fun of me because I generally will take the long road, especially when it comes to cooking. Yes. You know, like the rotisserie chicken, generally not my style. Rotisserie chickens are just too good. So I'll, I would do that. But I made my own dumplings is where I'm, where I'm headed with this. Nice. Um, well, that's what I thought, but they came out about the size of a softball. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like the pot's <laughs> sort of boiling over. And yeah. So, uh, but somebody had told me that there's a great frozen dumpling at the grocery store that you can get. Mrs. B's, I think. Oh. Uh, and I might give okay. that a shot, too. Uh, I would recommend looking at the Pioneer Woman's recipe. Not oh, to, really? You know, we're not sponsored by her. Yeah, but, sure, no. Uh, she's got a chicken and dumpling recipe that actually has cornmeal. And the chicken and dumplings. Oh, interesting. And it just kind of gives it a little bit different texture. A little thicker. See, I like thicker soups. Like, uh, I don't like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I just like, I like, so I I could assume that's what the corn, one of the things. No, it it was in the actual dumpling. Oh, okay. So like the dumpling, you make it the same way you usually do. You just add a little cornmeal to it and it gives a little bit more of a texture to it. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is something different. It's pretty good. We've got this recipe that uh, my wife picked up. When she lived in Pennsylvania, that mm. uh, now that it's getting colder, we're going to break that out again, and I can't wait because it's a crockpot recipe, but it's a, it's like slow roasted pork. Oh wow! And kibasa and mm. uh, kraut, mm-hmm. and you have sourdough bread and mashed potatoes, and so you you pull all that out and put it together. Oh man. Ma, so you might need it's to send so me that. My wife loves sauerkraut. This and I, I this don't, recipe is incredible. Yeah, it's really, really good. Okay, it's, it's, like, it's kind of a Pittsburgh style recipe. Yeah, it's yeah, really, really good. You'll like it. Okay, yeah. Send, I, I, I want. What, I want, what about, I want, about a, a chowder? Big chowder Big guy. fan. Yeah, big well, fan. That, that I love be, chowder. It's that'd good. be a way to go. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did. So the first soup experience we did it was a few weeks ago when it was kind of chilly. We did tomato soup. I say tomato bisque mm. and uh, grilled cheese. Ooh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna tell y'all, uh, the grocery store in my neighborhood has this loaf. It's croissant loaf, oh. like mm. it into slice, you know, sandwich slices, and made grilled cheese with that. I bet that was good, man. Big croissant guy. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, all right. I'm starving now. <laughs> but we, we y'all have got me thinking about some different okay. uh, different cold weather recipes. Well, you'll be and ideas. You'll be happy to know I did not bring food to eat in front of you this time. So uh, <laughs> we, don't have to we to can conter- continue on. <laughs> it's all good. Well, good. Uh, although I do need a snack, so I might have asked you for a, a bite, uh, a little nibble. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's dig on in uh, to the show here. Okay. How about that. Uh, a couple of things just to talk about as we get ready, uh, or as we, before we move into the news, rather. Um, dates have been set for the 2023 uh, Fall Abandoned Pesticide Disposal Program uh, Collection Program, uh, November 1st. All these are next week. So 
November 1st is in Craighead County, uh, and that's at the Simplot facility on Highway 18 in Lake City. Uh, November 2nd, which I believe is next Thursday, um, is Poinsett County, and that's at 751 Northeast Street in um, uh, Harrisburg. And then November 3rd is the last one, uh, and that would be in Mississippi County uh, Nutrient Ag facility there in Manila. So if you if you want to participate in that abandoned pesticide uh, disposal uh, program, uh, there are some good options for you next week in Northeast Arkansas. Uh, and then the other thing I had was this: uh, uh, there's there's a program that American Farm Bureau puts on called uh, Women's Communications Boot Camp. Yeah. And our our friend uh, Rachel Bearden of Hot Spring County. Uh, graduated from the Women's uh, Communications Boot Camp uh, last week. So we just want to give her a shout-out, say congrats. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, that is that is a pretty intense four-day course uh, that helps you prep uh, for messaging about agriculture, working with media, uh, things like that. Uh, as the resident uh, you know, PR team members, Brian and I, I can tell you for sure that we very much appreciate folks who have been uh, through that media training. Um, yeah, y'all can be difficult really to helpful. deal with. We can be. Um, so, you know, if you'll just get together and act right, we'll, we'll be a little better. Uh, it's our fault, not there. <laughs> but part of that class, she was part of the class with 15 uh, total graduates. So congrats, Rachel. Uh, very proud of you and glad for you doing that. Um. Do you want to knock this next one out? Sure. I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but just uh, as a reminder. Heads up for members, our small ruminants commodity division, uh, U of A division of uh, ag looking to evaluate the state's sheep and goat industry and needs our help. I think we mm-hmm. spoke about this, what, two last time? Last week, I yeah. think, yeah. Uh, they built an online survey, like we talked about the other day, for Arkansas sheep and goat producers. The survey takes somewhere around 10, 20 minutes to complete. And all responses will remain anonymous. The survey is open until October 30th. You can find it at the Division of Agricultural Small Ruminant blog. Uh, or you can participate virtually. Uh, a few dates left. Uh, you can find the schedule at uaex.uada.edu. Yep. Uh, and I think that's a, a great thing they're doing because how new, I guess expansive. I mean, I'm sure goats and sheep uh-huh. have small ruminants always been here to some extent. But to the size of the, that sector of ag has gotten now, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, this. I think this really shows that how big it's gotten. Yeah, you know. Yeah, people are paying attention to it. Putting his focus thing. on uh, on providing better support for those uh, producers. You yeah, know? I mean that's that's excellent. Needed support. Uh, so just a quick reminder: uh, that's October the thirtieth is the deadline, which is Monday. UAEX.UADA.EDU. Uh, you can find the survey there. So go, uh, you know, make your thoughts known, and and hopefully you'll you'll benefit from that. All right, we've got crop quality and harvest updates uh, next. How long do you think we'll keep doing this segment of the show? Well, it's funny Until you next ask. Year. You, it's funny you ask. I, uh, I I thought I wrote that in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> I got ahead of you. I think no, no, no. Uh, I think that we have uh, until Thanksgiving. Oh wow! I'll, I'll write that down. I could be wrong about that. We'll see. We'll see how much rain we get. <laughs> uh, I no. I think if we're still going at Thanksgiving, we'll be uh, pretty sad about it. But yeah, I think we do have two or three weeks. Every once in a while, you you got somebody cutting beans after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So as. 
Here we are. As we begin uh, to wind down this reporting on the show, mm-hmm. at least for a couple months, yep. Uh, yep. you know, we'll be back with perspective planning and things like that at the beginning of the year. Um, um, I saw a stat this week that I thought was worth noting. More than 65% of topsoil moisture in Arkansas is in short or very short uh, status. Um, furthermore, the subsoil moisture rates are even uh, worse off. So if it's raining where you are today, we talked about the rain a minute ago, let's be thankful for that. I yeah. uh, hope it doesn't uh, mess up harvest for everybody uh, in the process, um, but we hope you get just the amount of rain that you need. If you need it, yeah, uh, I have seen a couple of burn bands starting to pop back up this week too. So, all right, well, let's kick off this week with the state's corn crop. As predicted uh, last week on the show, we are officially done. Uh, USDA's report said one hundred percent. So, good. Um, you know, we it, ha- it we was had that close. Right. Yeah, looking at rice, we're almost there. Ninety six percent harvested according to USDA. Uh, that's a really short jump from last week. Uh, so I think we, I'll bet you a cup of uh, coffee that rice will be officially done uh, by USDA's count. At Is least that we uh, do this show office coffee? Week. or Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll bring it right to you. Uh, <laughs> I'll take that deal. <laughs> uh, soybeans are at 80% harvested, a good jump over last week, but it's starting to slow down also a little bit. Uh, we'll have to see how the rain impacts things in the next seven days. I think we do have a lot of rain chances between now and seven days mm. and into next week. Um, but we're getting close. No crop condition reported on corn, rice, or soybeans this week. Uh, cotton is sitting at 70%, a good 15% jump from last week. Uh, we've slowed down to meet last year's pace and pretty close to the five-year mark, too, at this point. Yeah. Uh, no quality reporting from USDA uh, this week on cotton either, which means – that we are winding down progress there also. Uh, we'll wrap up with peanuts today with 90% of the crop rated good to excellent. Harvest rocks on with uh, 90% du- 96% dug and 48% harvested. Uh, harvest seemed to slow down a bit this week, but we remain ahead of last year's pace and the five-year. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, we've seen some improvement with the river level, uh, yeah. speaking specifically about the Memphis port here. I texted you yesterday and said, the river is up two feet over uh last week he said it doesn't make sense (laughs) yes i said that doesn't make sense to me (laughs) yeah it said it was up Uh, i mean i looked at it too Uh, yeah i'm I'm guessing some rain came from the north or it's on the nose i think i if i remember correctly we were at 11 point minus 11.81 last week and it's minus 9.81 this week um so that would be up two feet uh Mm -hmm. quick math there uh, but the National Weather Service is projecting more good news as we cruise into November. So with the river forecast uh, to reach 8.1, minus 8.1 at Memphis by November the 7th. I hope so. So Keep let's hope up. let's hope that holds true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, some, some improvement there. Well, you want to get to the news? Let's do it. Okay, I'll start us off. Uh, this this uh, has hit state and national news here, what I'm reporting. Foreign ownership of land has been a hot topic across the country for a while now, and since a new law signed by Arkansas, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders earlier this year prohibited Chinese entities from owning land in Arkansas, the state finds itself at the forefront of the issue. Mm. Last week, the state of Arkansas ordered Chinese-owned Syngenta Seeds and its subsidiary Northrop King Seed Company to sell land holdings in Craighead County. 
Also, the company was ordered to pay $280,000 for failing to file paperwork in a timely manner, manner notifying the state of its holding, land holdings. Mm. Although Arkansas is uh, the first state to make such an order, Congress has also made efforts to regulate Chinese-owned agricultural assets. A similar situation was reported in North Dakota where Air Force officials claimed uh, the construction of a new corn mill owned by a Chinese company was too close to their air base in Grand Forks. Hmm. According to the USDA, China businesses and investors own about 380,000 acres in the U.S. However, until now, companies such as Syngenta Seed and Smithfield Foods, also owned by a Chinese company, have been left alone. Mm -hmm. Governor Sanders was quoted saying, Seeds are technology. Chinese state-owned corporations filter that technology back to their homeland, stealing American research and telling our enemies how to target American farms. She also noted that ChemChina, which is the state-owned company, uh, which is a state-owned company that purchased Syngenta back in 2017 for $43 million, mm-hmm. is on a Department of Defense watch list uh, of Chinese military companies posing a clear threat to our state. Mm. Arkansas is requiring Syngenta's subsidiary, Northrop King, to sell the land within the next two years. Also, the $280,000 fine is 25% of the value of the company's 1.12 million acreage holdings. As you can already guess, Syngenta made a statement criticizing the move, and I quote, the order for Syngenta to divest itself of 160 acres of agricultural land in Craighead County, which the company has owned since 1988, is a short-sighted action that fails to account for the effects of such an action, intended or not, on the U.S. agricultural market. Mm. Our people in Arkansas are Americans, led by Americans who care deeply about serving Arkansas farmers. This action hurts Arkansas farmers more than anyone else. They also said, uh, and quote, no one from China has ever directed any Syngenta ex- executive to buy, lease, or otherwise engage in land acquisition in the United States. So, like I said, that has made some headlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite uh, a bit. And, you know, we've been talking about this for over I mean, this kind of subject for over a year uh-huh. in a lot of different venues, but uh, this is kind of the first big action, to, other than the law being passed back in the spring. Yeah, I, I, I believe I read this accurately, so, um, you know, I want to make that disclaimer, but I believe that this was the first action taken by a state with any of these sort of foreign-owned yes. land uh, laws uh, around the country. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. This is one of those stories too. I should mention that we that happened. You know, if you watched last week's episode, then you know we recorded on Tuesday morning yeah. at the fair. This is one of those stories. I think this literally came out on Tuesday I afternoon. Think, yeah, yeah. So we wanted to make sure and circle back and grab it. Um, but you know, if you're interested in how much land China owns in Arkansas, yeah. Uh, we have a handy dandy ag insider. Yeah, I mean, not only China, but it's all foreign entity owned land in the country, but also in the state. Yeah, a- agriculture land. Yeah, agriculture yeah. land. Excuse me. Uh, and you would the concern here are those 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 countries that Sarah Huckabee kind of mentions, but those aren't particularly the countries you'd think would own the most land, specifically in Arkansas. Let's yeah. just start there yeah, or yeah, stay there. Yeah. Uh, just think forestry. I won't. I won't ruin it for you. Yeah, but. yeah. You can find those at arfb.com. Uh, click down the agriculture tab at the top of the page, and you'll see Ag Insider uh, in that menu. If you'll click right on that, it'll take you there. Or you can just use the search bar and 
foreign owned land, I'm sure would pop it up as well. Yeah. And we put up articles about every month. So yeah, there you go. How about that? Uh, all right. We've got some exciting news from Lake city, Arkansas, by the way, the Sunbelt ag expo in Georgia last week. We've, uh, again, this is one of those that sort of happened after uh, we recorded the show. So we wanted to circle back here, um, and bring it to you. We're proud to tell you that Steve Cobb of Lake City, Arkansas, has been selected as the overall winner of the Sunbelt Ag Expo Southeastern Farmer of the Year Award for 2023. Cobb Farms is a partnership enterprise that began over 50 years ago in Craighead County. Today, on a total of 4,500 acres, it grows row crops, produce, and show pigs. Oh, wow. That's diverse. Uh, Yeah, it is. Uh, Three entities make up the partnership, the Steve Cobb and family uh, is a leading show pig uh is a le- sorry leading show pig operation that produces a thousand plus show pigs a year as well as breeding stock for club pig production mm. uh cane island farms oversees the row crop uh side of things and then cane island produce produces uh, uh vegetables specializing in year-round greenhouse tomatoes that's awesome yeah there you go right down your alley yeah. specialty crops uh Cobb is a oh I'm sorry the Cobb partnership operation is managed by Steve and Terry's son uh Aaron and his wife uh Cassandra daughter uh Leslie Lyerly and her husband Eric and longtime employee friend and now partner Darren Owens and his wife Lee and Leanne Owens and their daughter Taylor and her husband Kyle Outlaw uh Cobb is a longtime member of Farm Bureau and a supporter of the local uh Buffalo Island Central FFA chapter uh, he has also served on the National Swine Registry Board of Directors and Executive Committee. He serves on the board of the American Yorkshire Club and also judges championship show hog events uh, all over the country. Uh, this is the 33rd year for the South, Southeastern Farmer of the Year Award. Steve Cobb was selected uh, for the honor by three judges out of 10 state Farm Family of the Year winners uh, who participated in this uh, in this award process that's crazy well congratulations first off but i I, i'm just kind of amazed by how diverse their operation (laughs) is i went to that lunch last year when they won arkansas farm family of the year um and i'm sorry that may have been year before last yeah two years ago we're off a year because of covid but anyway i went to the luncheon and was truly amazed hearing hearing some of the stats and information of the diversity uh, right there in Craighead County. Pretty fast. That's hard. That's a lot to manage, you know. And <laughs> yeah. You don't see a you don't see a whole lot of row crop farmers judging uh, show pigs or raising uh, show tomatoes pigs or growing yeah. tomatoes. You know any of them? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's so, awesome. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Well, let's take a short break from the news uh, to hear a reminder about keeping rural roads safe this time of year. Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment, especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, 
we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. It's so important that we work together to keep each other safe on the roads. This time of year, you may find yourself on the road with a farmer moving hay or moving large equipment, especially in rural Arkansas. Let's just all be sure to help one another cultivate safe roads. Now let's get back to the news. How about it? Oh, I'll make a point. There is a great video about the Cobb, Lyerly, Owens Farm on our YouTube channel. If you're interested to see more or or our listeners want to uh, see more about them, uh, it's there and it's pretty cool. All right. Sorry to interrupt with that. Uh, All right, I'm going to wrap up my portion of the show with some news about how farmers might get a little relief from a challenge uh, in the field at no cost uh, to the farmer. The Arkansas Soybean Promotion Board provides free nematode tests for farmers, a continuation of its partnership with the UA Extension Service. The complimentary soybean nematode tests are offered through a grant made available by the soybean checkoff dollar by soybean checkoff dollars. For our non-farmer listeners and viewers, uh, that funny-sounding word, nematode, uh, has a really detrimental impact on both small plots and large fields. In susceptible crop varieties, the consequences can include up to a 90% reduction in yield in small plots, 50% in strip trials, and 25 to 35% in field-wide commercial production fields. Um, So that's that's, that's quite the impact there. Producers, uh, if you're interested... In uh, having this test done, uh, you can certainly claim your free test by contacting your uh, county extension agent. Again, this is all done for the by through the soybean promotion board, soybean checkoff dollars. Yeah, it's a great um, program. And one of the things I read is this is a test. This nematode testing uh, is always something you have to pay for uh, if you do it through a private company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so to have this uh, made available at no yeah. cost is great. Promotion dollars at work. I mean, it's going towards there something it is. that's useful to you. There it is. Yeah, so. exactly. So, all right. All right. Uh, I'm going to stay within that kind of University of Arkansas How about lane it? here. Yeah. But uh, last but not least, the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture has named a new extension director. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, uh, the university announced that Dr. John Anderson of Stone County was named the Senior Associate Vice President Extension for the U of A's System Division of Agriculture. Mm. Anderson will begin his new position on January 2nd, 2024. As Director of Extension, Anderson will oversee the Extension Land Grant Outreach Mission across all 75 counties in Arkansas. Nice. Uh, DQ Fields, a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. uh, Vice President of Agriculture for the University of Arkansas System, was quoted saying, with, with his broad experience, outstanding record of innovation and achievements, and just plain enthusiasm for the outreach mission, John is set to strengthen the work the Cooperative Extension Service is doing to improve lives in Arkansas. John's mm-hmm. background in agricultural agriculture, economics, and policy will be a great use or great use as a leader for the Extension Service. Yep. Uh, and just a little bit about you know John's background; it's extensive, so I shouldn't <laughs> say a little. Yeah. Uh, Anderson, who grew up on a beef cattle and boiler farm in Timbo, Arkansas. Has extensive experience in agriculture. He has been head of the Agricultural Economics and Agribusiness Department since January 2020, 2020, which I'm an alumnus of. Yeah, how about that? With appointments in both the Bumpers College of Agricultural Food and Life Sciences and the Division of Agriculture. He is also head of the Friar Price Risk Management Center of Excellence, which was just started just a few years ago. He's mm-hmm. the first one to head it up. To head that up, yeah. I remember. Before that, he worked uh, for the American Farm Bureau in Washington 
and is a veteran of the U.S. Army Reserve. That nice. is something I didn't know about, John. Yeah, I didn't either. Mm-hmm. For more than 20 years, Anderson has worked as an agricultural economist in both academic and industry positions. His work has involved describing and assessing the farm and agricultural sector level impacts of policy, regulatory, and market developments across a wide variety of agricultural commodities and markets. Uh, Anderson has served as a faculty member with primary appointments and extension at not only the University of Kentucky, but also Mississippi State University. All right. Uh, and a little bit about his education, Anderson has a BS in agribusiness from the College of the Ozarks, a Master of Science in Agriculture degree from Arkansas State University. You're nice. an alumni. Yeah, go Red Wolves. Uh, and a uh, PhD in Agricultural Economics from Oklahoma State University. He also uh, recently went back to school to earn a master's degree in Christian leadership from the Dallas Theology Seminary in 2020. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, Anderson was elected to become the next president of the Southern Agricultural Economic Association, a role in which he will continue. The man he has needs a resume. To do. <laughs> <laughs> it, so I, I know John fairly well. We used to work yeah. together when I was at Extension, and uh, he's he's a big uh, uh, smallmouth fisherman. No, I don't know really. What, I don't know how he finds time to do it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But, I, was just, uh, I was just about to ask. Congratulations! Him. I'm really happy for him. We're gonna. Uh, we worked with their department quite a bit in all those ag economists that he I hired. Think I remember and he that. Built, yeah, you know, he hired a bunch of new people there, and they've done a really good job. And although I'm happy for him to uh, in his new role, I'm gonna miss him as department. Big hole, big yeah. hole over yeah. there. Yeah, I'm sure they'll find somebody great, but he did a wonderful job. I remember the first time I met him uh, a couple years ago when all that uh, flooding. Happened in do- down in Deshea County, yep. and uh, I asked him, you know, about, hey, do you know about how, you know, what the damage is? Have you put dollars and cents? And he kind of chuckled. And USDA had put zero, no, no info out yet. Yeah, and he had it all lined out. I mean, it was yep. real. I was so impressed by him. Yeah, hey, I think he worked on a lot of that, uh, you know, hurricane stuff that came through, whether it was Katrina mm-hmm. or you know, there there was a lot of talk about that when I was at Extension too. Yeah. So. All right. Nice. Well, we're uh, we're wrapped up with the news. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for us today, Ron? Oh, you're ready for that, are you? I'm not. <clears throat> I know you've missed me. You yeah. missed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something says it's, this is going to be kind of spooky. It's yeah. time once Ooh, again for. Yes, that's back. <laughs> I missed, I that missed that it last week. week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Of course it's back. I mean, are we saying the same thing? <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Let's solve these riddles, shall we? Oh, oh not riddles. riddles. What has four letters, sometimes nine letters, but never has five letters? Four letters. What has four letters, sometimes mm. nine letters, but never has five letters? Mm-hmm. What and sometimes I don't know. <laughs> you're you're on the right path. Oh, really? Believe it or not, huh? Well, what has four? What has four? Sometimes has sometimes nine. Nine, but does not have five. It has three. Oh, I didn't say. Oh, no. okay, okay. I'm, I'm misunderstanding. But never has oh, five letters. But never has five. That's. See? The whole riddle was in the, the question. Whole riddle Look at that. Is right the answer? answer? Did I say yeah. it was a question? No, you did not. You said it was a riddle. See. Hmm. Listen. All right. I got to listen better. You ready for number two? <laughs> <laughs> say that all the time to my kids. Here we go. Penny has five children. Mm-hmm. The first is named January. Second kid is February. 
Her third child is March. Fourth is April. What is the name of the fifth? I mean, what? does it? Yeah, there you go. He's on. He is on cue today. <laughs> I'm See, on my I ridiculous dad joke. I did, joke, I did really. not exactly. These are all <laughs> jokes. I haven't been a dad long uh, enough. I guess I didn't. I didn't say these were questions. Yeah, I said they're riddles. Yeah. Now this one is a question. Okay. What disappears as soon as you say its name? Oh, I feel like we've yeah, done you've this done this before. before I think. Have so I? you would think that we would know it. What disappears? I've been trying to throw some in that you've heard before. As just soon to see as it, you, as soon as you say its name, what disappears as soon as you say its name? <laughs> That's not making the answer come to me. Um, I, I am tossing the towel in. Silence. Mm. Good one. So, good one. Well, there That's you a go. good one. All right. All right. Well, well, we're looking. You love that. That's your favorite part. Stump John every week. That's what it should be called. Oh, my gosh. That's pretty fun. About like my fantasy football team. Yeah, well, you and me both, brother. Uh, All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week. Uh, Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AdCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to subscribe and leave uh, leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas iCast is brought to you by Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. And I'm John McMinn. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>